Okay, I'm going to have Shasha Boisai, Parshas Kisisa. We're going to begin with Dover Yafabitai, the connections between Kisisa and the Zman Hashan, which of course is Chodesh Adar, and the Yamtif of Purim, Haba Alenu Letaiva. As we know, we are uh, within 30 days of Purim, of course. And why is this not opening? Okay. Oh, we're in uh, within thirty days of Purim. The Chida and the Chaymes has a very lengthy drush on the opening pasuk of Kisisa, uh, referencing that it's a remez to the hanging of Haman. He brings from Rabbi Lezav Garmaiza and the Sefer Shari Bina that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu somehow saw the hanging of the head. He thought it was Mordechai, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu showed him that it was indeed Haman, and somehow this is alluded to in the Pasuk, Kisisa es Roish B'nei Yisrael. That the elevation of head of the B'nei Yisrael is Mordechai. Ayin uh, Sham in the Chida, but the Chida interprets the first Pasuk as a reference to the hanging of Haman. But I would like to share with you some... Uh, original insights in connecting the parsha to the Zman Hashana. First of all, obviously, we read about the Machsas HaShekel, and that's for sure, Yafeh Be'itai, because we want to be makdim our shkalim to Haman shkalim. That's the reason why we read Parsha Shkalim. Next Shabbos is Parsha Shkalim. The Gemara Megillah on Yegimel on Beis brings from Eish that HaKadosh Baruch Hu foresaw that Haman would meet out shkalim in order to destroy Klal Yisrael, and therefore we preempt him We start collecting the Machsas HaShek on Rosh Chodesh Adar when the Beis HaMikdash stood in order to preempt Haman. Likewise, I would suggest that's why we read Kisisa in anticipation, in preparation, so to speak, to preempt Haman. In the Sefer Chamra Tava, Aparshas Kisisa, he brings that that shekel is which is a 430 half of it is 215 um adar is gematria 205 so 215 and 205 is 420 which is the gematria of kisisa so kisisa is uh, Gematria, Machsis HaShekel with Adar, a remez that we collect the Machsis HaShekel, Rosh Chodesh Adar. And uh, what's amazing <coughs> is the Gemara Nchulen says, Mardachai Ben Atayra Minalan, which uh, the Gemara says, Mardarar, the Targum is Meira Dachia, <coughs> which is in our Parsha, of course. And the Chamra Tava again <coughs> gives an amazing remez um, that since Mordechai has learned from Mardarar, the beginning of the Pasuk, Kach Lecha Besamim Roish, um, which is the Gematria of the Yichus of Mordechai, Ya'ir Shimi Kish. The Gematria of Kach Lecha Besamim Roish is Ya'ir Shimi Kish. <clears throat> Furthermore, there's a very prominent uh, equivalency and similarity between the Chedo Egal and what happened in the times of Haman. These were the only two times in history 
there was a gezeira on the Jewish people of shmad, of complete erad- eradication. In the times of the Egel, heref mimeni ve'ashmidem, the gezeira of Haman was lahashmid laroig uliabed. Rav Hutner says that these were the two, only two times in history where there was a gezeira of shmad on all of Klal Yisrael. Now, the uh, Rav Hutner says there was one difference though. In the times of the Egel, Klal Yisrael did not know about the decree. It was only in Shamayim. Therefore, on Yom Kippur, which is a kapara for the Egel, it's Kuloi Lashem. It is observed entirely in the world of spirituality. Purim, the Gezerah, was Nikar Ba'aretz. Therefore, Purim is Lachem. And in our humble Sefer, Magdara Kiyam Purim, we bring from the Pachad Yitzchak, in the name of the Gra, that really Purim and Yom Kippur together form one entity, one Yamtif. Purim and Yom Kippur together form one Yamtif. So it comes out that at the Zman of Purim, we read about the Egal. Why? Listen carefully. <clears throat> Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Chavar adds, and we bring this in our humble Sefer, that Purim is mashlim, what Yom Kippur is missing. Yom Kippur is a beautiful day of Kapara. The only thing is, it's missing Mishta. It's mis- missing Simchas Yom Tif. We fulfill that on Purim. So we read about the Chedo Egal, <clears throat> Purim time, because how do we get Kapara for the Egal? Yom Kippur, but Yom Kippur is missing something. So we're mashlim it with Purim. So Purim allows us, really, to gain a full Kapara for the Egal, because what Yom Kippur is missing, Purim is mashlim. Now, my friend, Rabbi Yisrael Eliezer Levi, suggested that the Pasuk says, Lama yoimru mitzrayim lemar bira'a Why should Egypt say that God took us out bira'a? Rashi says there's a certain star called ra'a. Which star is that? Rabbeinu Bechaye identifies it as Mars, ma'adim. Maral says that Haman came from Ma'adim. The gematria of Haman is Ma'adim. And just like Ma'adim wants to eradicate, Haman wanted to destroy. So therefore, there's a very eerie parallel that Yeah, excuse me. So why Bira'a? Bira'a and Haman are synonymous. Because Bira is Madim and Haman was Madim. Now it comes out very interesting. If you look in Rav Shlomo Kluger, he brings that Haman wanted to give the Machtas Hashekel to Achashverosh in order to arouse the Ched Ho'egel. So just like by the Ched Ho'egel, there was a danger, Bira Ho'itziyam, there was a danger of Mazal Madim. Well, when Haman aroused again the Ched Ho'egel, he was trying to reawaken Ched Ho'egel. Okay. Now finally, many people wear masks on Purim. Raise your hand if you wear a mask on Purim. Dr. Gudnick, do you wear a mask on Purim? No, you don't want to admit? Dr. Goodnick, what kind of mask do you wear? It's okay. It's your um 
Napoleon mask. Shakespeare. The Merchant of Venice. Many people wear masks. <clears throat> Where does this come from? So we suggested that there is a, a very a solid source of wearing a mask on Purim from this week's Parsha. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sealed the covenant with us with the Tarsha Peh. Why with the Tarsha Peh? With the Tarsha B'chsav, there's no covenant. The ink is written on parchment. But with the Tarsha Peh, a person's mouth and mind become the parchment of the Tarsha Peh. And by doing so, a person becomes one with the Torah. By the Luchas Rishonos, Moshe's face was not shining. But by the Luchas Shniyos, where now the, the Tar Shabal Peh was written on Moshe. You see, by Luchas Rishonos, the Beis HaLevi says, the Tar Shabal Peh was written on the Luchas. The little known fact that by the first Luchas, the entirety of the oral law was inscribed on the Luchas. But the Tar Shabal, with the Luchas Shniyos, Hashem taught the to Moshe orally. Now the Tarshabal Peh is on Moshe himself. And therefore, we find that by the Lucha Shniyos, when Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Har Sinai, his face was shining. Why was his face shining? Because now he became the very entity of the Torah itself. So, what do we see from here? That when you accept the Tarshabal Peh, it illuminates the whole guf, and Moshe had to wear a mask. So therefore we suggested that on Purim, when we are Mechabal the Tar Peh, so we have a certain elevation where in a way we too, like Moshe Rabbeinu, become the very cloth of the Tar Peh. So we wear the mask to indicate that by accepting the Tar Peh, La Yehudim that we ourselves begin to illuminate. And just like Moshe had to put on his face a masveh, it is a sign of the Kabbalah Satoira of the Luchais Shniyais, which we re-accepted on Purim Hajra Kibluha Bimei Achashverosh. Okay, that's first offering.